My father was our next door neighbor, but he was seen as like the drunk of the town, so a lot of people mocked him. Trevor Sampson is a black man from South Africa. He grew up in a poor neighborhood of Cape Town during the apartheid era. And his father, he was little more than really the guy next door. He, n- he never really lifted a finger to, to support me or even know when I was born, yeah. So cut a long story short, um, I knew what he looked like, but he was never my daddy. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman, along with Scotty Campbell. Phil, Trevor's story is amazing. A a journey from poverty, abuse, uh, to a deep and intense, passionate relationship with Jesus Christ. A journey that begins with music and leads to salvation and forgiveness. Yeah, you know, what really strikes me about Trevor's story, Scotty, is it incorporates so many horrible things all into one person's life experience. I mean, there's abortion, there's racism, there's violence, there's poverty. But through it all, um, Trevor will tell us that God's presence was there the whole time before he ever even knew God. GPS. God. People. Stories. Trevor Sampson's story doesn't begin with his birth, but that's where we're going to start. A birth that had some complications. Uh, They battled to get me to shout or make a a sound for 20 minutes. And uh, after 20 minutes of, you know, really slapping me and... (laughs) I've been making that sound and I'm still making that sound. I'm alive! I'm here! (laughs) Planned or unplanned, thank you, Jesus, here I am. He is here, but he was not planned. And that's where Trevor's story really begins. My mom was a young teenager who uh, went through, uh, I found it later on only, she went through a lot of rejection and a lot of challenges in her own family home. And there was a young man next door who obviously gave her the attention and got her to prove her love. And you know, the way things go, uh, she had to, you know, give her virginity over to this guy. And at the age of 15, she got pregnant, fell pregnant with the first child, which is my brother. And uh, at the age of 17, um, she fell pregnant again with another child from this same guy. When she came along with a second child, the, the older women in the family uh, sort of tried to force her to abort this child. Abortion was not uncommon in the world Trevor's mom had grown up in. It was illegal, but not uncommon. And so my mother knew the gruesomeness and the challenges that some of the other young ladies went through, and she didn't want to go through that. So she ran away and uh, gave me an opportunity to be born on the 18th of November, 1961. After Trevor was born, he and his mom went back to live with her mom and her extended family. And housing in Cape Town at that time was, was very, very tight. There was very little housing for the what we call the so-called colored people. And so uh, my grandmother had a house, and then by the time I was 13, we were 24 people in a two-bedroomed council house. Now, we would call, you would call it projects house. I mean, that house is the size of my double garage. <laughs> 
and we were there packed in like sardines so that uh, my mother's siblings would have children their children would have children and so people would be sleeping all over the place but here's the deal god had his hand on this young boy from a very very early age Growing up in South Africa, Trevor survived the institutionalized racial discrimination that was apartheid. He also survived the violence that was his hometown. It was a gangster-riddled uh, uh, little township. Um, it's, it's, it's less than a mile over the road from one of Cape Town's most prestigious, prestigious shopping malls. The shopping mall is called Canal Walk, Century City. And our township was called Factorton, F-A-C-T-R-E-T-O-N. It was locked in between the Air Force, two Air Force bases, but it was slowly hidden away behind the factories. So you couldn't really see it. You just saw a sign, Factorton Housing Estate, down past the factories and in there. Gangster riddled, drug infested, alcohol problems, all kinds of stuff. So that was the order of the day. I saw people killed in front of my eyes. I saw, I mean, I mean, talk about being abused as a child. <laughs> that kind of abuse I saw. I saw gangsters you know, stabbing each other, killing each other. And there was this desire to not become like that and to join a gang, but there was a desire to become better. You never know what could open up your eyes. Sometimes the truth comes in disguise. Trevor found hope in music. Through my singing, I was always singing. I was the child in the community that was the, I call myself the music glutton. Wherever music, the sound of music was heard, I gravitated towards that. So there was a lot of church meetings, so, uh, and there was a lot of other little functions. I would find myself there. There would be uh, the uh, the concerts, you know, local town concerts, and then over the weekends, lots of activity, lots of church services. So we'd start with the Seventh Day Adventists. I would be in there. I loved their singing, so I'd be in their services the whole day because they have church whole day. Trevor was spending all this time in church meetings, but neither he nor anyone in his family was a follower of Jesus Christ. No, no, no. They were far from Christian. They were, they were, they were, they were Anglican members, members of the Anglican church, but they were only found in church twice a year or maybe three times a year. You know, Easter, Christmas, and when someone dies. Yeah, so they were that kind. And so was he. But that didn't stop him from joining a traveling gospel group. He didn't know the Jesus he was singing about. But that was about to change. It was in a Pentecostal church on a Sunday night. And the pastor was asked to close the service only in prayer. There had already been an, an altar call by the Baptist minister who preached. And uh, this, this uh, Pentecostal pastor felt the urge to make another altar call. And three times the amount of people responded. And I looked and I thought, okay, there's something funny going on. But you know how the Pentecostals are, it's tongues and all kinds of stuff and people. And I looked and I started laughing at what was going on. 
you know, look at this. <laughs> Next thing he said, everyone raise up your hand as a sign of total surrender to the Lord. And as I raised my hand, something came over me. And there was tears. For more than an hour, I was there. God was helping me. He was saving me. He was helping me on my journey to being saved. And I will never forget that experience because it was a very real experience for me. I was 13 years old and I said yes to Jesus. I praise you, Trevor's heart was transformed, but his surroundings weren't, and he was bound to those surroundings for a few more years. But in this whole process, God preserved me. You've got to understand the whole history of the lineage before me have messed up. You know, children before marriage and sleeping together and shacking up together and so on. And from an early age, I prayed this prayer. God, I want to rise out of this. I want to be a virgin when I get married. Help me, Lord. In short... Trevor didn't want to be like his father. My father was our next door neighbor, but he was seen as like the drunk of the town, so a lot of people mocked him. He never supported his children and never really lifted a finger to to support me or even send me a birthday card, even know when I was born, yeah. So cut a long story short, I knew what he looked like, but he was never my daddy. Trevor grew up and went to Bible school, and within just a few months, he got a big assignment from God. God impressed on my heart, you need to go and fix up those things. I mean, you think I'm blackout, dear. You should have seen what was in my heart. My goodness, there was a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of rejection, a lot of, um, what do you call it now, unforgiveness. And uh, I had to uproot all of that. And uh, the way to do it is not only to talk to God, and that's the first step to take, and which is what I did, But the second step I took was to go and reconcile and uh, make restitution and make right and speak a release over them. And so I went to my father first and uh, typical evangelist, uh, I asked for forgiveness and then asked him, now the same Jesus that forgave me can forgive you of your sins. And right there at age 21, I was able to lead my, my father to the Lord Jesus Christ. It will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Just ask. Just ask. Next. Trevor had to talk with his mom. I managed to get the word out to her and say, you know what, all this giving of monies and all this stuff and bringing good gifts and dropping it there and running off, you thought I was your best son, I was not. In fact, I had a hatred in my heart towards you that I need to get released and I need your forgiveness. Within a year of that conversation, Trevor's mom and the rest of his family gave their lives to Jesus. Even as God was bringing about so much change in his life and the lives of his loved ones, change was slow in coming to South African society. Apartheid remained in place until Trevor was at least in his 30s. So there was a lot of anger that I'd had to deal with. You know, you can't get on this bus, you can't get on this train or into that carriage of the train, you can't go in that side of the station, you can't go in that side of the restaurant, you can't go on this beach. You had to go to the one where it was dangerous and people always drowned and can't go into this movies. And so I, I was a very, very up 
uh, how can I say, um, angry young man. And so apart from the rejection that I went through, <laughs> God had to do a whole lot of deliverance from the other stuff that was added to by the system, you know. <laughs> but in it all, I, I found, I think I found my voice. I found my, uh, my place, you know. So uh, with all that negativity, there was still reason for me to sing, make my sound. And in retrospect, I think I'm glad that I actually experienced the apartheid thing that I know now never to do the same to others. Whoever it is I may be in contact with, but to treat them with the utmost of respect and to love my neighbor as myself. Trevor Sampson has learned a lot about loving people the way God wants him to love them. And as a black man who grew up under apartheid in South Africa, Trevor's also learned a lot about things like forgiveness and reconciliation. Are you struggling to work through any of those issues? You can find answers at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on the Grow Your Faith button in the top left-hand corner. BillyGrahamRadio.org. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories. A podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. What a great privilege and delight it is to be in South Africa. And here in this great stadium is gathered a remarkable crowd made up of various races and various language groups. Billy Graham. Christianity is not a white man's religion. And don't let anybody ever tell you that it's white or black. Christ belongs to all people. He belongs to the whole world. His gospel is for everyone. And when Jesus was a little boy and they tried to kill him, his mother brought him to Africa. When he was on the way to the cross to die and he was carrying the cross and he stumbled and fell, it was an African that helped him. But Jesus was more than a man. He claimed to be the unique son of God. I want to ask you this. Do you think Jesus Christ is a liar? Or do you think he was a maniac? who strolled around and said, I'm the son of God, and he really wasn't. Or do you think he really was who he claims to be? Now back to the hosts of GPS, Scotty Campbell and Phil Fleischman. Interesting fact about that crusade from which we just heard an excerpt of Mr. Graham. Um, He refused to hold a crusade in South Africa until authorities would allow blacks and whites to all sit together. And it took several years for that to happen. But finally it did. And he held this crusade in 1973. A lot of prayer went into that crusade, but really a lot of prayer went into every single one of Billy Graham's crusades. In fact, Mr. Mr. Graham always says the three most important factors in any crusade is, Scotty, what are the three most important factors that he always cites? Prayer, prayer, and prayer. Yep, and the same is true for Billy Graham's son, Franklin, and his festivals. Franklin's next festival is in Fortaleza, Brazil, and we'd really appreciate your prayers for it. Um, It's being held October 23rd and 24th, but your prayers are important before, during, and even after the festival, because a lot of people will hear Franklin share the message of Jesus, but some might not make a decision to give their lives to Christ until after the festival's over. So whether you're listening to this episode of GPS before, during, or after Franklin's festival on the 23rd and 24th, please be praying for it. Phil. Yes. 
Do you ever watch The Voice? The Voice. I have seen maybe one episode of The Voice. I'm, uh, I, I actually watch American Idol. Oh, okay. Well, um, most of the music featured on this program today happens to be by Anthony Evans, a former competitor on The Voice. Oh, how did he do? He made it pretty far. I think it was season two. He made it pretty far into the rounds. I don't remember exactly how far, but we featured songs from his newest CD, Real Life, Real Worship. We also featured music by the subject of this podcast, Trevor Sampson himself. Yeah, Trevor calls himself a musicianary, a musician and a missionary. GPS. God. People. Stories. You can find GPS on Facebook by searching for Billy Graham Radio, or you can link to us through the GPS page of BillyGrahamRadio.org. Thanks for being with us for this episode of GPS. We post new episodes of the podcast every Wednesday. So make plans to join us for another episode and another story when Wednesday rolls around again. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Scotty Campbell. GPS God People Stories is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. I found-